1: This is the start of a three-part series where I am... Well, it could be longer than three parts. It's just three parts for now. Basically, here's the deal. Things got a little crazy in the U.S. And my reaction was, let me help people. So I called some friends. I said, hey, you're an expert in this. You're an expert in that. I'm an expert in this. Can you come help my people? And so that is what the series is made of. I'm trying to give you as many different areas to get support, whether it's mindset, whether it's your vibration. I really want to help you over the next couple of weeks because this is really when you could shine or you could disappear. It's totally up to you. I would love for you to shine. That's just my suggestion. So I am bringing you resources that I think will help you shine. So over the next couple weeks, you're going to see this. So first up is Dr. Alexis Rose. We're talking about how to create personal safety. And this is really a conversation about how to help you feel more safe when everything around you doesn't feel safe. Simple as that. (laughs) I think the big thing that I've learned is that right now, everyone is having their own reaction to what's going on. Good, bad, who knows, doesn't matter. What's most important is your reaction. And what's most important is how you can help yourself feel safe during this time. Because if you can't feel safe, then nothing else is on the table. We have to feel safe to be able to move on, to be able to do anything really. And so my goal in this episode is to give you lots of ideas, lots of tips, lots of tricks on how to feel more safe on a daily basis with my friend Alexis Rose. She is a doctor of psychology. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist. Currently, she works as an addiction specialist. You can find her on Instagram at Dr. Alexis Rose. And I'm psyched. This was a Facebook live we did. Now we're converting it to a podcast. So I really hope you enjoy. Hope you pop this in your ears when you need some reassurance and you'll see our other episodes coming out really soon. Dr. Alexis, one of my very good friends, my spirit junkie sisters. Uh, She's a marriage license, marriage and family therapist. She's a doctor um and i invited her on to talk about personal safety so will you introduce yourself because you're also not really like a traditional therapist
0: right so hey guys i'm so glad to be on here with emily i am definitely not your traditional therapist um i am very much into spirituality and embodiment and trauma healing and so what that really means is that i like to help people get in their bodies to be present fully aware of what they're feeling, help them release all that energy from their body so that they can have healthier relationships, so they can actually like function on a day-to-day basis and actually feel like they're accomplishing things successfully without necessarily going to society standards of what success is. It's actually defining what success is for yourself. And um, I have my doctorate I have been in the field for over 10 plus years and I'm really excited to just get started on this conversation about personal safety.
1: Yeah, and we decided to talk about personal safety because so many of us just feel unsafe right now. And I've been talking to boutique owners for the past couple of days who, you know, I felt not ill-equipped, but I felt like, wow, like everyone's having a very different experience this week as we do with anything, let's be real. But there are some reactions to kind of what's going on that I immediately called Alexis. And I was like, what do I do? Like, how do we help people? Because I think there's, like we talked about yesterday, there's sort of two routes, like routes you can go when there's shock, which we're all kind of going through shock. Mm-hmm. Um, Arlette said she's from Denver and she's feeling anxious. Yes. Um, so that is definitely, uh, let's see, Melissa is feeling emotionally drained. Mm-hmm. So I think there's some things I would love you to just, you you do that, like this is you and then I'll jump in and and keep going. But I'd love to just start with the fact that we're all in shock. <laughs> We're all getting re-traumatized. And so where what does that look like and and where can we kind of go?
0: Yeah, so the first thing I want to address is that like, you know, I heard anxiety, I heard emotionally drained, emotionally exhausted. And I want to really normalize what you guys are feeling and validate that. Because we are in a time where any lack of safety that you feel externally is going to stir up emotions in your body. It's going to bring up triggers that you have not dealt with in quite some time. And it's really, it's not even necessarily just like what we're going through now in society. This, this happens anytime you experience change. This happens anytime you experience transition. This happens because there's a part of you that needs some healing and and there's a call there to answer it. And so if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling worried, if you're feeling like out of it and emotionally drained and exhausted, just know that, that it's okay that you're feeling that way. And kind of like what Emily was speaking to, there's, there's two ways that you can go right now. And one of the ways that you could go is say, fuck it. I don't want to feel anything. I'm going to completely just disconnect and I'm going to shut down and I'm going to burrow and not do anything. And the other way it, which for some people may seem like the harder way, but it's actually better in the long run for you, which is to actually feel what you're feeling. And I don't mean like sit in it and stew in it and just be like, Oh, I'm so emotionally exhausted or I'm having a panic attack. Let me just sit in this panic attack. Like as someone who has struggled with anxiety since I was five, six years old, I would never tell someone to sit in those feelings for a long extended amount of time. What I would like for you guys to do is to just like put a voice to it. Identify what is the emotion that you're feeling in that moment? Is it anxiety? Is it fear? Is it sadness? Is it loneliness? And then like where in your body do you feel that? And, you know, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but I just feel really called to share this right now. And it's like, first and foremost, what I always tell people is like to put your hand on your heart center and breathe into your heart center. Because that is like, we all have this innate personal button that just like sends out beautiful, like warm, light energy that like radiates through your whole body. It's almost like, the care bearer version, but in reverse, you're just like pressing on your heart center and you're breathing into that. And you just close your eyes and you breathe slowly into that. And then you can like release that, that breath. It automatically calms your nervous system because whenever you don't feel safe, your nervous system gets activated and it wants to respond in one of two ways. And the first is sympathetic shock.
1: Wait, can I pause you for one second? Yeah, for sure. So I want ret- to come back to sympathetic shock. I want to come back to sympathetic parasympathetic. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to giving a name to what you're feeling. So yeah. confusion, anxiety, exhaustion, drained, confused. Like I don't freaking know how I feel. I just feel weird. Yeah. Um, and then finding it in your body. Like Melinda just commented that she feels scared in her gut. And so like, she's feeling it. She, she's feeling it in a specific place. So could she, instead of using her heart, could she put her hands
0: on her, where she's feeling it on her body and breathe through it? For sure. If you are like super connected to your body, like that's really good connection to your body right there. If you know, oh, I feel, it in my, I feel it in my gut, I feel it in my stomach, I feel it in my, um, my throat, I feel it in the back of my neck, you can put your hand on that spot and you can totally just start breathing into it and, and releasing that energy. And you can even say in your mind, like, as I'm breathing into my body, I'm, re- I'm shifting out this energy that doesn't serve me. Mm. And that's bringing in the spiritual component to it. And for me, when I say spiritual, it's universal. I don't care if it's God, Jesus, Buddha, spirit, light, love, whatever you want to call it. It's universal for me. So energy is energy. And you just say like, whatever your spiritual connection is, you tap into that and you ask them to help you breathe that energy out that does not serve you. So if you're feeling that right now in your gut, I would totally just even as we're talking right now through this and you're watching this, put your, if you can identify that place, if it's your stomach, it's your gut, put your hand on there and use your breath while we're having this conversation. Mm. And so, usually, usually I'll tell people to start with their heart center because nine times out of 10 people are so out of their body and like my hands going out of the screen because they're so away from their body that they need to just like feel connected to something and your heart center, because there's a heartbeat there is the first way for you to get connected to your body because you actually feel your heart beating and your, your brain signals something to you. Like, okay, I have to come back into my body right now.
1: So if What does it mean? Because my people tend to be sort of newer here, right? With the like in your body, out of your body. So I'm just, I would love to just describe what it feels like for me to be out of my body because it's taken me kind of a long, not a long time. It's it's taken me a while to realize like, what does that feel like for me? Mm -hmm. And when I'm out of my body, it's sort of like, I'm, I'm a little bit mindless. Like I'm making decisions that don't necessarily make sense. I'm feeling maybe agitated or like, like I just, something feels off and I feel like I want to escape. Or it shows up for me in both ways, which we were talking about. Yeah, It also sometimes shows up for me when I'm like, I should go work right now. I should clean right now. Like Mm -hmm. I should, I should be doing something that doesn't necessarily make sense or needs to be done. It's just, I'm my, I'm, I'm sort of floating above my body and I'm just doing things that don't necessarily make sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I love that, that you, you're right. Like you have to be able to find out how you disconnect from yourself. Yeah. So when I say your body, I'm really saying yourself. Um, and I say body because I really believe in the mind body connection. And I'm a firm believer that if you can connect to your body and you can connect to your thoughts, then you can shift what you're feeling physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So like hitting everything on each level. And so we need to remember that when our bodies are going into shock, that is like a defense mechanism. I don't wanna feel what I'm feeling right now. So boom, we like get overridden by this innate desire to protect us from whatever we think it is that we need to be protected from. And so it could be something as simple as like, uh, you know, cause we talked a little bit yesterday, so I know a little bit of, you know, what some of your clientele are. It's like if you're a stay-at-home mom right now and your kids are like out of school until I mean in Florida, that's where I'm at right now, they're out of school till April 15th. So it's like if you're staying at home trying to run a business and your kids are home now to like an extended amount of time, your body is going to be like, oh my God, we have to protect our sanity. We have to protect our brain because one, our personal safety is being affected by financial income that's going to be coming in by dealing with clients that need our help as well, let alone your needs, your kids' needs, and everything else that's going on. It's a lot. Like even just saying that, it's overwhelming. So it doesn't serve anybody to pretend like there's not a lot of shit going down. (laughs) Right. It doesn't serve you to like, try to pretend to be super mom. I'm going to speak to moms right now. You know, yes, I just feel man. really called to speak to the moms right now. It's like, it doesn't serve you to be a super mom and act like you got all your shit together and and like everything's perfectly okay. And you're completely like disconnected from yourself and trying to do all these things. It serves no one. If anything, it hurts you in the long run because you're missing out on being present for yourself. You're missing out on being present for your business, and your clients. And most importantly, you're missing out on being present for your kids who, at the end of the day, may drive you fucking crazy, but you love them very dearly. Like, we're not going to sugarcoat anything, okay? Yeah, Kids can be the greatest thing ever, but they can also drive you crazy. So, like, being able to hold both ends of that, like, I love my kids, but they also drive me crazy, validate yourself, you know? You don't want to... Feel both ends of those spectrums, and then say, "Okay, I need to numb out, or I need to check out." And numbing out or checking out with food, with alcohol, with social media, with news, with you know, drinking, whatever. Even like, just Netflix. Even just even me, Netflix. Like, I yeah. Just
1: watch Netflix all day because I don't have any energy to do anything else. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it's like,
0: yeah, it's like at the end of the day, when you're done binging Netflix, your problems are still there. Those feelings are still there. So it's like, if you don't want to deal with it in that moment, guess what? Like, you're going to circle right back around to that. And then because you didn't deal with it right then in that moment and clear that energy, there's going to be more on top of it.
1: Yeah, it's going to come, it's going to come back. I mean, Ashley is saying that she has an autoimmune disease, and she's feeling it in her heart and her stomach. And so on top of her body, like on top of all this, like her body wants to shut down. So like, can we move into like some really nice practices for people when they're feeling disconnected, overwhelmed, you know, out of their body, physically feeling like, oh my God, I want to shut down or numb out. Like what can, let's, we talked about this yesterday. I want to give these people some of these great tips. And the easiest one that you gave me yesterday was the water.
0: Yeah. So I think it's great. Ashley, right? Thank you for like pointing that out. It's like, yeah, your body is going to want to shut down because that is the defense mode. And it's, you know, yes, there's a piece of it that is autoimmune, but more so it's just like your body is just like so overwhelmed. It's in defense mode and it just wants to shut down. So when your body and you are feeling I need to just shut down and need to retreat, First and foremost, the easiest thing you can do is drink water. And that's because that water is going to like help you move all that energy. And especially if it's cold water, it's it's just like a a reboot. It's a refresher. Like the minute you like drink that water, your body's going to be like, oh, this is something new. We weren't feeling this like two seconds ago. Yeah. So Emily's got her water. I have Gatorade, you know and it doesn't necessarily have to be water one of the, i i think water is great because it's also cleansing which is why i usually recommend water but if there's any type of drink that you is your go to so it could be hot or cold and so for me i mostly drink water if i know i need a little bit of a boost like i'll have a Gatorade or some type of like fruit juice and that'll help my body shift as well um but tea, water, for some people, coffee is really good because it's grounding, you -hmm. know? Yeah, there's some stimulant in there, but it doesn't matter about the caffeine. It's really about like what your body needs in that moment. And if your body's shutting down and you're choosing coffee, odds are it's because you want to wake your body up a little bit. Yeah.
1: Let's talk about that. Is like, how can we kind of read into maybe what, because drinking water, but yesterday we talked about, you were like, Ask someone if they want hot water or cold water. And then you told me what that meant. And I was like, how do I not know this?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So with the hot and the cold, it your body needs to get activated. And so when you're this is going back into like the shock system. So when you're in sympathetic shock, that means that you are overactive. So you're over functioning, you're go, go, go energy, you're doing way too much. And Your body just needs to chill out. That's when you're going to want tea. That's when you're going to want some hot coffee. That's when you're going to want anything that is hot. And, And it's because it helps decompress your body and refocus the energy and align it so that it feels soothing to you. And that's really what we're looking for. It's like you're basically treating the shock and you're giving yourself permission to recalibrate your energy. Whereas on the opposite end of the spectrum, there is the parasympathetic shock. And this is when you just basically like feel like I'm shut down. I want to dissociate. I want to disconnect. I want to just like hibernate, act like there's nobody else in the world. And you just like complete, it's like a robot that gets like unplugged. It's like, <laughs> 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 Jan said she was walking in circles all day. And that, that makes me think of that. Right. So, yeah. So, so for some people, the walking in circles, you know, I would, I would ask if you're connected to yourself when you're doing that. Cause if it's, a, if it's mindless, like you're doing it and you're not even thinking, or you're putting any effort into it, odds are you're probably in that that shock state you're probably in some sympathetic shock but like today for example i went for a walk outside because i knew that i needed to get grounded and so i walked three times around my office building and so the first time around i felt myself super connected second loop i felt myself like completely getting out of myself and i was like oh no i need to come back to myself And so I put my hand on my heart and I started walking with my hand on my heart and being more conscious of how I was breathing. And so if you're conscious of connecting to your body and to yourself, that's when you know this is not mindless. That's when you know you're connected. Mm. And, um, you know, by that third loop, I was like letting the sun hit me. I was like really absorbing all the good vibes. And that's when I knew I was like fully connected. And, and you'll know, like, yeah, in the beginning, it's hard because you're like, the defense mechanisms are so hard um, to, like, overcome. But the more that you practice it, and that's why this is a practice, and I love that Emily mentioned that before, it's like, these are practice tools. Like, this isn't something that you're going to do one time, and you're going to be like, oh, I'm like the queen of everything. No, it's like a conscious decision to utilize these tools on a day-to-day basis. And not just like once a day, but like all throughout the day.
1: Yep, yep. And that's where I think for me, and I think a lot of other people are experiencing this is where they're, and and Jan said this as well, she's like trying to figure out what to do. Like I find myself even during the day kind of dropping in and out. Like it's not even like, oh, today is a great, it's like, it could be one hour. I'm like feeling good, staying focused. The next minute I'm just like, Brain fog, where am I? What should I be working on? Mm-hmm. And then kind of that's when I trigger that check-in where yeah. I'm like, okay, what am I doing right now? How, what do I need to do to move through this? And usually it involves some kind of drink, having, having water, starting to connect back. I definitely have done some walks or even just honestly, sometimes sitting in the sun is really helpful for me yeah. to like feel like getting the energy download. Yeah. And then so we're drinking water, we're connecting back in. And then here's my question for you is as we're doing this all day, this is exhausting. So what needs to happen? Like what you know, where else can we kind of if we can't get out of a funk, what else what else can we do? Cuz yesterday we talked about that this hot and cold thing and I want to give people even more t- more tips
0: well and and here's the thing there are so many different tools that we can talk about we're true definitely not going to touch on everything right now true. I want to give you guys like the basics of what can help you in the moment and I really do want to reiterate what Emily's saying is like yes when you're first starting these tools and starting to practice utilizing these tools, you're going to feel exhausted and you're going to want to give up because you're going to be like, what is the point? Like, I'm still doing these things and I feel exhausted. And so I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. As human beings, we live in a hypnotic state like a majority of the day. Like, we're zombies. Like, that is what society wants humans to be. They want humans to live in this like nice little box of nine to five and then like go home and like take care of your kids and your spouse. And then like maybe you watch a show and then like maybe if you're a nighttime person, you take a shower at night and then guess what? You go to sleep, you wake up and you do the same shit again. So when you're in that routine and then you have to interrupt that routine. And I'm using my hand on purpose. Like when you have to like interrupt pockets of time in that routine, it's going to feel like you're putting in more work in the beginning, but really what it's doing is interrupting that robotic pattern. Mm. And that's what helps you to shift how you function, not only day to day, but throughout your day. And so I like to keep it simple. I do things that, I, that feel good for me and feel good for my body. The things that feel really good for me, I wear my mala beads. I like try to have, you know, a crystal, you know, I'm doing this live right now with Emily with my rose quartz heart crystal next to me. You know, I have an aquamarine crystal next to me. I have my mala beads on. Those are things that I know keep me grounded in the moment. Essential oils. I know some people don't believe in them. Those that do, you fucking rock. Like essential (laughs) oils are key because there's so much research that proves that utilizing essential oils to shift your energy, it happens immediately and you don't need to use a lot of it to last you throughout the day. So using essential oils is really key. Drinking water throughout the day. Listen, as human beings, we know we don't drink enough water. So, if you just start adding water to the mix as your one thing that you do every day, you're going to see yourself start to to shift a lot faster throughout the day. And going for walks, sitting yeah. in the sun, like for some people, you know, like if you work in a if you work in an office building, You know, I want to talk to all different types of people right now. If you work in an office building, going up the steps and down the steps, like one time. Like, there's so many times where like, when I'm working my, you know, my agency job, like I will close the door and I'll have a freaking dance party. You know, like, it doesn't have to be long. I I pick a song that I really, really like. um, And I put it on maybe 30 seconds. Maybe I listen to the whole song, move my body a little bit, dance to it a little bit. That shifts my energy. Like there's so many different things that you guys can do. You just have to find what's right for you. So I'm giving you like all these different options and maybe none of these work for you. And guess what? That's perfectly okay. Because at the end of the day, you're going to find something that works for you And if you think about things that have helped you in the past, just start implementing that even more journaling super good too. people like totally sleep on journaling. Journaling is great to like, like write out what you're feeling, what, what are the thoughts that you're having as you're feeling that feeling, what it is that you want to feel right now. Mm -hmm. And like, what can you do to actually have that feeling? So then you get into some action steps you know? uh,
1: It's a nice way too, to just give voice to what's going on. And I think like, I talked about that with Tracy a little bit the other night is like giving voice to how you're feeling. We talked about that at the beginning is naming it, giving it voice, not keeping it. I mean, I'm a great example of someone who like really didn't, as much as I use my voice, there's been many times where I just kind of don't. And you know, learning to do, learning to speak up and learning to do what I need to do, it is exhausting. And I think a lot of what people are saying is, you know, they're feeling mentally exhausted. Linda's asking, what is the best oil uh, oil to use? She said she likes to use, she uses eucalyptus as a pick-me-up when she's sick. So that might be a nice clue to what can work when she's feeling exhausted as well, because maybe it's
0: similar energies. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna, so with the essential oils, my favorite, like I have at least, no lie, six bottles of this oil in my house because it is the best oil to help like rewire your neural pathways to release negative energy. It also helps clear like um, self-sabotage patterns, Melaleuca.
1: Mm.
0: Melaleuca, 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 I cannot say it enough. That is my top favorite oil. If you want to shift energy really, really fast, especially if you feel like, and I don't like saying positive or negative, but because I know I'm speaking to like some people who classify things that way, if you're feeling negative energy, then for sure, like Melaleuca will clear negative energy like that. Um, Another great oil to use is frankincense. Mm -hmm. um frankincense moves energy really really fast and what it also does is it gives you a space to actually have clarity with your knowledge so not only are you going to shift your energy but you're going to also have clear thinking um i love that i'm a big
1: peppermint fan
0: peppermint's great if you want to like wake up in the moment yeah. Um also some of the people are who are saying like they're really feeling like really emotionally exhausted and drained and um, anxiety. The two that I would recommend right now is either adaptive, which is like fantastic like for anxiety management right now. Like there's no other thing out there right now that really clears anxiety, like adaptive, and that's that new loyal? by Go Sarah. Yeah, it's super Adaptive
1: great. It's is called, it's a specific oil?
0: It's a specific oil. It's called Adaptive. It's, it's, um, it's new to doTERRA now. Um, it, it was released like recently, within the last year it was released. And then the other oil is uh, Lang Lang. And I love Lang Lang because it is the oil for the inner child. And so when we're talking about personal safety... Odds are the little kid inside of you is getting super activated. So I don't care if you're like 25 years old or 75 years old, there's a little kid in there that is like feeling unsafe. So when we're giving a voice to that child, like we also need to like let them know that as the healthy adult, we're there for them. Mm. So that's part of also speaking your truth and like giving voice to what you're feeling. Cause that little kid really needs to know that someone is out there taking care of them. And that's your role as that healthy adult.
1: Mm. This is what I'm really into (laughs) lately is the idea of being an adult with agency and also looking at my child self with love and with compassion and with um like wanting to to help her feel safe and help her feel Strong, and it sounds really. I think for a long time for me it was like, wait, what? And I'm a very spiritual person, but the more that I get in touch with my younger self, even just visualizing her, my mom, of course, just sent me a picture of myself at probably eight. I'm like, oh, perfect, I can see her. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna actually take that picture, and I'm just gonna send that girl love in that picture, Mm -hmm. and. Know that like she's healing, know that she's in, come from an adult place, but also be able to send her love because right now is when that little girl inside is definitely feeling, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's not to say that the adult part of you isn't feeling these feelings. Yes. But when you go to the source of why you're feeling unsafe and why you're feeling so emotionally exhausted. Um especially you know I really I don't know why but like I'm just feeling called to really speak on that emotionally exhausted go, go
1: go yeah like
0: the part of you that's emotionally exhausted is that little kid who has had to be an adult from such a young age and take care of everything so now it's like I've been taking care of everything for so long and all I really want to do is have someone or something take care of me and I don't think I have that ability Or I refuse to let someone take care of me. That's the other piece of this. And so what do I do? Just completely shut down. And so what I really feel called to share is like, for those of you guys who feel emotionally exhausted right now, seek support, like ask for help. And I, and that, let me tell you, like as someone who has like, was the queen of like, I can do it on my own. And I, sometimes I still struggle with this you will feel so much better emotionally, physically, and spiritually when you allow other people to support you in your life.
1: Yeah. And it's, I want to also throw out to the support piece because this is something I've been really tapping into in my own work is not feeling like I need support because I need it. Mm -hmm. I, it's because I want it. It's because I want connection and it doesn't have to be from a place of, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. I really need support. It's like, I really want support because I'm not, I'm learning that like I can't do this all by myself. I need someone to talk to about some of this stuff. I need another voice to this. I mean, even having friends to call like you yesterday and say, hey, I, you know, I want your advice on this because, you know, I'm not totally sure I know how to deal with it. And you're like, oh, I'm here. Yeah, no big deal. You know, and I'm like, let's go live (laughs) (laughs) because everyone needs to hear what you're saying, you know, And, and that to me is, is such a big piece to it too is with, with so many strong women that follow us and know us, it's okay to want support and still be a strong woman period.
0: hundred percent. And, and there, Oh, there's so many pieces. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to co- compartmentalize a little bit here because I want to touch on a couple of things that you said. Okay. First thing I want to, I want to touch on is community is key. There we are human beings. We are not made to be in isolation. We are not made to like do things on our own. Like we're made to be in a community that is supportive, that works together, that there's a team. Like that's why we as humans have evolved to where we are now because things happen in unison as a team that's why i was talking about this on a coaching call earlier that's why we have so many different words for community we have groups we have tribes we have covens we have masterminds we have retreats we have all these different words that we utilize to describe what it is to be in a group setting so we need to utilize that like we need groups we need sisterhood we need manhood we need all these things to really support and ground us into who we are as humans so that we thrive. Yeah. It's not about being in survival mode anymore. It's about learning how to thrive independently with like-minded people in a group setting where my specialty is my specialty, your specialty is yours, and we connect with other people. That's what is being called to happen right now. Like, that's what's needed in the world right now. People like us saying, you know what? I need help right now. Can you come and do a live with me and help support me and my people? And, yeah. you know, vice versa. Because yeah. that's how we're going to bring a more um, energetic frequency to the world right now. That's and yeah. foremost. So, I yeah. think community is key. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. And I think this is bringing up a great thing, Patricia, um, there's a, we have a question about oils, but I want to just jump. Cause this is way more here is like, you know, a lot of these women have stores that they go to brick and mortar stores, and they're feeling so much like so disconnected because they've gone from this structured life, organized to do list. And now they're staying home. Maybe they don't have the interaction that they did before. Like What do we, how do we create some of this community and what ideas are, have you been giving people to sort of connect in when they're feeling a little lost?
0: So I think there's no better time than the present and where we are at right now as a society, um, because we have access to do things like we're doing right now. Like you and I are probably about 20 minutes from each other, but we're doing this call electronically on a virtual zoom call. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of people that are living in other states right now that are on this call, that are watching this live, that are going to be listening to this podcast. And that's what we're here to do. Like, that's what's available right now. There's AA meetings, there's support groups, there are grief groups, there are libraries that have resources right now, all virtually. Yeah, you're totally right. There, there's, there's no better time than right here, right now, in the present moment, to get the help and to learn the things that you need to learn right here, right now, than online.
1: Yeah, I'll even give you the FaceTime. Like, the other night I got a call from my cousin and and I was like, hey, what's up? He's FaceTime, he's like, I'm doing a FaceTime tour every night with people that I haven't talked to or people I want to talk to. And he's just ringing who he rings and who answers answers. And I was like... Buddy, that's so brilliant, you know? Like have these nice phone dates with people on FaceTime.
0: You can do FaceTime, you can do Zoom, um, Google Hangouts. If you has if you have someone's um email account, like you just send them an invite on Google Hangout and you can it's like Zoom, but it's free and you can be on there unlimited, like there's no time limit. Oh, I love so, it. I that. Yeah, like Google Hangouts, you can just like type in someone's email address, and you can either call in, or you can actually you get a number to call in, or you get an actual like meeting number like you do for Zoom, yeah. and then just click go to Hangout, and it pops up. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so there's like so many, there's so much that's virtually available right now. Um, we just have to make the ener- like We have to use some of our energy that we're trying to. <laughs> you know well, here's the thing like um so for people like this might be a yeah okay so i'm not going to go into what i was just going to go into i don't think people are ready for it but <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing um all the energy that we use we get back we have an inf- infinite source of energy supply so people who feel like oh i've used up all the energy that i have for today guess what if you do a meditation if you do a prayer, if you put some oils on, if you drink some water, you get all that energy back because there's an infinite source. And that comes from your spiritual connection. If you're relying on your own personal reservoir of energy, you're going to run out and you're not going to have anything left over. And then you're not going to be able to recuperate and recalibrate throughout the day. But if you remember that it's not up to you that you have a source that you're connecting to that is constantly streaming. And I'm doing this right now for the people that are watching, like visually, if you're hearing this on the podcast, what I'm physically doing with my hand is just like making a circular motion because I'm actually helping whoever is watching right now recalibrate their energy right here, right now. Hmm. Because we're I'm using my connection to help recalibrate everybody right now. So I don't feel tired as I'm doing this to help everybody recalibrate because I know I'm just being used as a conduit, as a channel to help others. And when you are replenishing your own energy, you're not pouring from an empty cup because you have energy pouring into your cup. And then the overflow, let me say that again, the overflow is what goes to everybody else. Not your cup. The overflow. Are you talking to the moms again? I'm talking to everybody here, but definitely the moms too. <laughs> yeah. And, and, your own. I'm glad, you, I'm glad that you said that too, because it's like I think I was I was talking to a friend of mine the other day that society has brainwashed mothers to thinking that they are last. And at the end of the day, you are a female, you are a woman, first and foremost, you're a human being in your own right. And yes, you love your children, but they can have some independence. They can have some self-efficacy and you can take care of yourself and then take care of them at whatever age appropriate, like
1: what that looks like age appropriately. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: My sister with her newborn is probably going to have to spend a little more time
0: with that baby. Yeah. With so, them, right. So newborns need a, a, a separate level of yes care than, than a kid that's like 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's totally fine yeah. these days to let a kid be bored. I think that's part of it too, is we, I mean, I think that's like, everyone's like, well, there's nothing else to do, but be online. And it's like, no, what did we? What did we do as kids when there was no freaking internet? Like we played There's four games. Things for kids we to do games in our house. Like I mean, I was like the the inventor of fun games in our house because I was like, you know, we didn't have internet, so it's yeah. really interesting to see that kids that we don't push kids to have a little more. Like you're saying, self efficacy Like they're good.
0: <laughs> well, and also it's like give give your kids or children in general, I don't want to just like, I don't want it to seem like I'm like pointing straight at the moms, but I think we need to just give kids a little bit more breathing room to show off their intelligence, show off their personality and activate their own levels of creativity.
1: Mm. Like really that's going to help them regulate their nervous system and as you're doing it for yourself. So you're able to sort of come together in a better place.
0: Absolutely. If if you're showing a child that you're just sitting on your phone all day, then they're going to want to just sit and check out all day long. But if you're sitting there and you're coloring or you're playing a game or you're doing Legos or, you know, again, anything that's age appropriate, they're going to be more engaged in that. And again, you want to give them things that foster creativity and their innate ability at this point to play, like have different ways for them to play. I get it. I'm sure it's easier to just stick a kid in front of a TV and um, give them a tablet or a cell phone or whatever because you want some peace of mind. That works in really short bursts of time, but when it's a prolonged period, like, it doesn't work for them long-term yeah there's repercussions to that
1: yeah do you have a preference speaking of playing you like to play with essential oils someone Mm -hmm. asked about ingesting oils versus topical use and which is preferred Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say like first and foremost we're not like medical doctors and we're not giving health
0: advice Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, definitely putting out that disclaimer. You are
1: a medical doctor. Just kidding. You're <laughs> a doctor, but we are not here to intend to give medical advice. We're just here to offer some ideas and tips and, and advice. Yeah,
0: definitely not offering any medical advice at this point in time. Um, like I tell my niece and nephew, I am a doctor of the mind (laughs) and, but again, not offering any unsolicited tips, advice, or anything like that. These are just tools that you could or could not use. Um, essential oils, depending on, um, where you get your essential oils from, it will tell you on the bottle if you can use it topically or if you can ingest it. Um, so it's on the bottle. Cool. Um, lots of people like different options. Uh, for me personally, I love roller balls. Um, I like making blends cause like Emily said, for me, it's a great, it's, it's a new, it, I say new, but like, I've been doing it for like five years now. It's like, it's a, it's a fun way for me to play when I, when I create my own blends. And, you know, if I don't do a roller ball, I'll do a diffuser um, and I like that because it circulates in the office or the home. If you, you know, if you've got like a, a building where you're running your boutique out of, putting that, you know, there but somewhere in the office it's great too, because it'll smell really good. And it'll. you won't even have to think about recalibrating your energy because the oils are already doing it by being diffused into the, the room that you're in. Um, so again, just look at the bottle, the bottle will tell you. And, um, the only thing I will say is that be very mindful of where you buy your essential oils from, because not all of them are therapeutic. Not all of them are, um, actually like clean essential oils. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to share that also, because I know a lot of people are asking questions about, the oils um yeah.
1: yeah i love that okay so we've been talking a long time and i want to wrap it up <laughs> i think well no i want to wrap it up cuz i think we've h- touched on so like i feel like we have just given people a lot to sort of sit with for and sure. so mm-hmm. my you know my kind of thing now is like i think i'm going to say my biggest takeaway from this chat has been drink more water and drink more water, <laughs> drink more water and drink more water because that's why I might be feeling exhausted. That might be why I'm feeling like stuck in a foggy state. That water is going to help me move that energy.
0: Oh, I just got to, okay, really quick before we like wrap this up. Yeah. Um, one thing that you could do too, if you're going to go with, um, hot or cold stuff and you don't want to drink something, you can use an ice pack or you can use a heat pack.
1: Love okay. It. Done i'm a heat pack kind of gal i always have a heating i have a heating pad that i like to put on
0: i get a lot of things
1: stuck in here
0: uh-huh I'm sure you do. there's so much more to say yeah yeah that's exactly what it is there's more to say and like it's gotta come out It's gotta come out
1: okay so if people want to get in touch with you they can always find you on instagram yes. at dr alexis rose
0: yes or can they send you an email like they can send me an email and my email is Alexis A-L-E-X-I-S dot rose r o s e one eight at gmail.com. Um one eight as in the numbers, not spelling it out. Eighteen. Yeah. Cool.
1: 18. Yeah. I love that. Well, thanks for joining us. I'm hoping that people, if you have more questions, post them below. We'll come back to this, but Mm -hmm. our hope was that you started to move some energy and that you start to feel a little more safe because I think that's where we're all a little, we just want to feel safe right now. So Mm -hmm. if you have more questions or you want more tips, let us know. We're here. We're here for you. And um, thanks, Alexis. You're awesome.
0: Thank you. And, you know, I just want to close out with that everybody who is watching or listening to this, like you 100% have the ability within you to shift your energy and to feel safe. You are the only person that's responsible for your safety and you can do it because you've done it up until this point. So just remember that. Boom. Did
1: you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more.